Verbally Effective with your double E, Ina Esco, episode 28. And today I have my good friend, my brother from Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, Mr. L. Mack in the building. Hey, L. What's up, first fam? How you doing? I'm good. How about you? I am wonderful. I'm so glad I got you in the studio today because I am, it is a pleasure to be here. It you is know, a pleasure to be here. You know, you hot like fire on social media, uh, L. <laughs> you know, you know. So I want to get into some of that. But before mm. we do, before we do, let's mm. talk about your background. A lot of people don't know that you're from St. Louis, Missouri. Well, I didn't know that, yeah, that you, you were from yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. Born in St. Louis. Raised pretty much from the time I was born, born in St. Louis, but I was born, in, well, I was raised in East St. Louis, Illinois. Okay. East St. Louis, Illinois is an interesting city. It is a North Memphis on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. If you, if, if, since I'm, you know, this is locally in Memphis, but it's a, it's a tough town. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, not sure if you saw the documentary which uh, LeBron James was an executive producer of a documentary called 89 Blocks. Yes. That was based on my city. That's just one facet of the city of East St. Louis. They have a um, you know, very proud of the football program mm-hmm. in East St. Louis, Illinois. Recently, I think year before last, they won the Illinois State Championship. Okay. They've also uh, played Whitehaven High School mm. in the past as well when they were victors, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I know I'm biased. Memphis, I'm biased. <laughs> Yeah, East St. Louis Flyers. Um, but, yeah, East St. Louis is it's on the east side of, of St. Louis, right across the river. Population is probably like 99.3% African American. Wow. Um, at the time that I grew up there, population was around 65,000. Now it's probably around whew, maybe 12. I see that you are have a bachelor's degree in marketing and journalism, two mm-hmm. of my favorite topics. Right. So did you lean more on the marketing piece? Because I know that you're I a sure big-time sales executive. Yes, I sure <laughs> did. My, I had a, a love for advertising. I used to be fascinated by uh, television commercials. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite ones, if you can remember this, was the Budweiser commercial. What's up? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and those guys who came up with that concept were all African American guys, and that that segment just blew up. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that kind of motivated me to kind of be interested in, in advertising. Now, when you were at uh, Memphis State University, right? How was the atmosphere then compared to now? Because you know, I'm not familiar, but I see that a lot of people that have attended when it was Memphis State, they have so much pride when they mm. say that. I was like, I'm like, what is, was it really a lot of conflict when they switched that name or like, you know, what was the big difference? There was some pushback because people don't, Some, most of us, I think it's human nature, we are kind of apprehensive about change. Mm, all the time. All the time, we are. And, you know, back in those days, it was Memphis State, um, this was back when, I'll show you how old I am. Mm-hmm. My f- freshman year, I was a youngster. I got my first year in college. I was 17, my first semester. Oh, okay. And Danny Kirk was the coach. Interesting. So yeah. Penny was there when it was Memphis State. Yeah. Right? He sure was. Um, I think it changed a year or two after him. Now, Elliot Perry and I came in around the same time. Okay. I was wondering which yeah. one of them it was. Uh-huh. When did you pledge? In Memphis. I pledged in 88. 88. Spring, 88. Oh, I bet they beat your butt down. Yeah, that was real back in those <laughs> days. It was real back in those days. Uh, you're talking about. Wow. Uh, no need for underground. 88. I'm yeah. spring 99. Yeah. 88. Oh, yeah. I was wow. a baby. Yes, you were. Youngest one on my line. I was. Were I you a sophomore? I was a freshman. Also, you pledged as a freshman. They wouldn't let us pledge as freshmen. Yeah. yeah, usually don't do that at HBCUs. No, yeah, no, they don't, they don't allow. But them. they had you alive for a year, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I heard. How but long were you online? I was online for a long time. A long time. Are you yeah. still really good friends with your line brothers? I'm oh, sure absolutely. you are. We just celebrated a <clears throat> 30th anniversary a few months ago. Mm-hmm. The guys, I 30th. I, I keep that's it. awesome. Yeah. So you got this marketing background, you got this journalism background, and you get into sales. 
and I know you currently work for FedEx as a salesman. Mm-hmm. How do you enjoy sales? Because when I did sales, I really loved it. I mean, it was just like high energy. You had to keep yourself motivated all the time. Mm-hmm. You had to be on the grind. How do you enjoy sales? Well, I think I touched on this when I talked to you uh, earlier. <laughs> My first job was uh, working for the campus newspaper at, at at the time, University of Memphis. It became mm-hmm. University of Memphis. And my duty was to sell ads in the paper. That's how they made revenue. Mm-hmm. Well, to make a long story short, it was absolutely awful. Why? It was awful. Just going cold <clears throat> up oh. to a business. Mm-hmm. Hey, I work for the campus paper. You had Would to you get be creative. interested in a four by <laughs> nine ad? Would you be interested in a five by? No, you had to whatever. get creative. Had to get creative. Yes. And I was rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. You have to be professional when you're in this in that in that business. Mm-hmm. Some people expect you to wear a tie. Shirt. No, I, I was in college at the time, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. and most of the companies that I worked for, uh, my favorite has been in the legal drug sales. I mm-hmm. call it the pharmaceutical industry. Oh, wow! That was my favorite favorite sales job. Was not yes. currently no no. No, it was a small company based out of Addison, Texas. Uh-huh. Um, unfortunately, they folded. Okay. Um, it went bankrupt in over a year, and then I ended up going to um, a company called CCS Medical based out of Clearwater, Florida. Selling medicinal marijuana. No, 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 no. 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 Wait. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. Slow down. I'm listening. The former company sold antibiotics. Okay. Yeah, antibiotics. Oh, right, okay. Right, right. My bad. You know it's a lot of Legally. Right. So, That's legal. Right. Okay, my bad. Okay. So, anybody. Let's get it right. Yeah, okay. get it right. Get, get it right. Okay, because you said you enjoy. I was like, I oh, enjoy selling drugs, okay. legal drugs. Okay. Antibiotics. So, with FedEx, are you selling planes? Are you selling uh, ideas? Are you selling packages? S- what are you selling with FedEx? Services. 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 Okay, Mr. FedEx, but you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about Facebook. Uh-oh. Because. Ever since we've befriended each other on Facebook, you are a delight. Thank you. Now, podcast listeners, if you don't know L Mac on Facebook, he um, posts quite a few topics that everyone indulges in during their day. I'm sure everybody's at work waiting on your question mm-hmm. to be posed. And everyone's, I mean, your comment section is like hundreds, if not thousands on these topics. Now, what made you start doing this, and how do you come up with the topics that you put out there on Facebook? Oh, man. And do you consider yourself a shit starter at times? I've been called that. Really? I call it, I provoke conversation. Keeping the communication. That's how I look at it. That, there you go. That's all good. Dialogue is good. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I, I didn't know about this, this social media thing. Um, I've, how long have I been? I've been on Facebook for about nine years. I, got, I think I got on board in 2009, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably got on around that time, if yeah. not seven or eight. So it took me a while to get you know, acclimated to this, this social media thing. You know, I always heard a lot about it. You have a Facebook page? Like, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I think at the time, was it, um, what was MySpace. it? MySpace. MySpace. Yeah, I was on that and, stuff. Coding. I wasn't really on MySpace really that often as well. Mm-hmm. But then they had a site called Bing. I remember okay. that site. I wasn't on There Bing. was a, a young lady I went to school with named Sonya Whitaker, and she started a U of M or Memphis State Black Alum group on Bing. Mm-hmm. And it caught on like, like fire. So all these people we went to school with that we haven't seen in years start joining Bing. And what were y'all doing? You communicating just, just on communicate, Bing? Just like you do on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We got everyone together. We got this excitement going. We need, we need to make sure we can come to homecoming. Well, I guess when Bing saw how how um, engaged people were online, mm-hmm. they decided to charge. Oh, they was charging on Bing. Yes, they did. They said, if you want to maintain your page, it's going to cost <laughs> you this much. And unfortunately, after that happened, Everybody everything broke dispersed. off. So that's where... Facebook came. So Free. someone mentioned, man, you know what? We need to stay together. There's mm-hmm. this thing called Facebook. It's free. 
You know, it's pretty much the same thing. It didn't have the, 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 the some of the features I used to love on Bing. You could actually personalize your page and have theme music mm-hmm. on Kinda the Kind of like MySpace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you come on the page and let's do some cool mm-hmm. music. And have, I used to love that. I probably changed my my. Were you doing any coding and stuff on Bing? Because I remember on MySpace, you had to like slick know how to code to really? get your page looking how you wanted it. Did Did you experience that with Bing? I did not. I okay. Sure it was, Maybe it was, it was like a more user friendly. Upload an MP3 and you're ready to go. Okay. It was that simple. Yeah, but I think that's where we we transitioned to Facebook, and that's where people just start signing up, signing up, signing up, signing up on Facebook, and we got to know each other. And I start, you know, I know people not only from Memphis, but I start running into people I went to school with when I was in like elementary and junior high and high school from East St. Louis and, that's and the, St. Louis. That's the beauty of Facebook, I think. And it just, I mean, so I had people from Chicago, St. Louis, Atlanta, um, Dallas, Texas, L.A. that were spread all over the place mm-hmm. that became my friends and it just started catching on and catching on. I've always been passionate about politics. Mm-hmm. And when I started off, I always put up stuff, you know, dealing with campaigns and um, uh, uh, topics that affect the African American community. And and then I started getting into relationships. Mm-hmm. So that stuff just really just blew so up. Good. You have to be kind of careful because mm-hmm. some people can take stuff the wrong way. It, you know, does I, that you, happen? You can misinterpret often? a text. Yeah. You know, a lot of people misinterpret. They see. Their perception is their reality. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I remember one particular topic. Uh-oh. It got heated. What was the topic? There was a topic of a young lady. She was very attractive. And she had four of her children. I would assume her children. Mm-hmm. Look at the picture. <laughs> four children. There was no man. Okay? Okay. So... I posted it from the perspective of a man who was interested in finding a young lady to probably start a relationship with. Mm-hmm. And one thing that shared with me is, is that younger guys share with me like, hey, man, look, it's so frustrating in Memphis because I cannot find a woman who doesn't have a baby daddy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to, you know, point Memphis out, but Memphis is known for having a lot of single mothers have children out of wedlock whatever the case may be. So a lot of, there was a few guys who said, well, I want my first child to be her first child. So. Uh-oh, the women, I, the single mothers oh came boy, through. Oh, they came for me. The single me. mothers came through. It was They came on. for me. And I posted. Mm. The girl was like, she's attractive. Mm-hmm. But I said, this is like Seeing a car you love on a lot, but when you get inside it, you see it got 140,000 miles. Oh, <laughs> why did you say that? Oh, Lord, what happened next? And oh my God, it was a hailstorm. But that was what was on your mind. Right, it was a hailstorm. And, I, and I'm speaking, and, I, and, and when I post it, I'm thinking of these guys, these single guys. That's what they thinking. That's what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, she's attractive. She's like together, but. Oh my gosh, she has four children. He said a hundred thousand miles. Right, and you have a lot of women get mad at guys because of that. Mm-hmm. Like the same women that get mad, or the same woman who make jokes that this guy can't do nothing for me. He's five foot five. Mm-hmm. You remind me of my son. I'm like, that's wrong, <laughs> y'all. You, you just need to hold the punches. I mean, talk about the man's height, but if he has a preference. For you know, dating a woman who doesn't have children. That's oh a my problem. God, That's he's a, a he's a seed of Satan. So it seems like it's really like no holds barred yeah. on social media. And I've seen. I look. I remember at one point I had to check Facebook at least once a day to see what your question was and just really read the comments. Yeah, you know, because like if you comment, some people may feel a certain way if they comment. So somebody gonna come for you if they you sure really will. say what was on your mind. You know. Do you mm-hmm. feel like men or women are more insecure on social media? Ooh, we. Ooh. Now, that need to be a Ooh, topic. Wee. That need to be a topic. 
from what you've this seen may be a over the years. This may be this may be a surprise, but I'm going to say it's it's, it's about even. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I know some people will probably say, "What? He didn't say the women." Mm. I, I'm I'm going to be fair. It, it's about. I even. probably would agree with you, though. And <laughs> give an example. Give me an example. I've been unfriended by so many women because their boyfriend demanded it. What? Are it you is serious? the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But I've been unfriended because, hell, my boyfriend just don't feel comfortable with me commenting on your page. Oh, I believe that, though, L. And I said, hey, I don't want to. But it's not like you're trying to holler home. at her. You Thank just you. asked the question. I and just asked they... questions. Oh, they Jay, little Jay, L. Mac, oh, ain't it? Oh, oh L. Mac got the haters. God. And and then <laughs> I'm like, people take likes too serious. They really do. I remember I had um, a young lady made a comment, and okay, thank you for your comment. And then someone else made another comment. I liked it. And about five minutes later, she inboxed me. Oh, so you can't like my comment? Are you serious? <laughs> a, a grown person did yes. that, an adult? Yes. Yes. Oh, Lord. I bet you laughing at this stuff. So like, I'm, I'm cracking up. But, life. But yeah, I get a lot of, I, I get that from from guys. Hey, man, you know, I don't, I don't appreciate you, you know, like communicating with my girl. and Oh, hey, really? You mind, you, you mind not tagging my girl in those um, suggestive posts? I didn't know it was that deep, L. It's not that deep, but they make it that deep. Oh, my. And how do you handle it? You First just respect all, their wish, respect their wishes. I, 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 they're not. First of all, they're not married. Okay, because oh. I, I don't do that with you know people who are married, of course. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, I, I, I would respect it. That's if he comes to me correctly. Now, <coughs> I will inquire to their woman and say, <laughs> you, you know, what you feel about this? You know, your man just approached me. No, inbox me and say, hey, I don't want you, you know, communicating. And they'll go, let me get back to you. Mm. And I don't know how that conversation goes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some women oblige. They, they unfriend me. I'm like, oh, well. Wow. And some don't. But you're going to keep asking them questions. But I, <laughs> I've had instances where the ones who unfriend me, they break up with them. And then next thing you know, I get another friend request back probably months later. So. Oh, my God. Yeah, that happens. How do you come up with the topics? A lot of this stuff comes out off off the top of my head. I may, and, and there's other social media outlets that I read, like Twitter and everything, and there may be a hot topic, and I come off with a spinoff mm-hmm. from, a, from a particular topic. Um, I also like to share, like, oh, my God, there's so much good, good material on black Twitter. Mm-hmm. I love Twitter. Oh, my God. It is so much good material on black Twitter. But... Believe it or not, I, sometimes my head is like in so many different places at one at, mm-hmm. at the same time. So these topics just come up, just come up like crazy. And I and I I share a lot of stuff as well. I think um, one I give an example, just show you how powerful social media can be. Mm-hmm. You remember Steve Harvey uh, pronounced the wrong uh, um, Miss USA Miss contest. USA, yes, it was a universe. I think it was Miss Universe con- contest. Okay, and he announced the wrong winner. Mm-hmm. And you know, know the backlash that came with that. Mm-hmm. So I came up with a meme, mm-hmm. a meme, mm-hmm. a meme, meme of myself drinking um, a, a cup of coffee. I was drinking a cup of coffee, took a picture of myself, and this was like a spinoff from the Kermit memes where mm-hmm. he had the tea. Mm-hmm. And I captioned the meme, some of you all on Steve Harvey's case about um, choosing the wrong winner of the pageant. When you choose the wrong man as a father of your child. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no, he did not. And they went in. You realize <clears throat> that I got messages from people from Britain? What? It went the viral. UK, it went viral. Mm, I looked at it, I looked at it today. It popped up in my memories. Mm-hmm. And it was shared like seventy eight thousand times. Really? 
Facebook need to put you on the payroll. Facebook need to put you on the payroll, L. I need to find out how because I know some people are actually making money out there just yeah. from creating, you know, memes. Because you're you're providing content, yeah. you know, and and when you look at your engagement on there, I mean, the numbers are ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help you out. Help me out. I'm gonna help you out. You know, do a sale. <laughs> Work that on now for you. Now, yeah. how much time per day do you think that you spend on social media? Be honest. It's it's, it's funny when. When I'm at work, and a lot of people say, what do you do? I mean, I'm like, think about this. <laughs> if I come up with something, and if people really pay attention, my engagement is very limited. You let everybody else go for right, what they know. Let it go for it. When I post a topic, you will rarely see a lot of comments coming from me. And I think people mm-hmm. who know me are normally for a while know not to directly ask me anything because it'll be a while before I can mm-hmm. respond. Cause I'm doing, you know, my 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 I'm dealing with my career. So, some people say, "Well, I can." I, it's easy. You post, which takes <laughs> what five seconds, and then you leave, mm-hmm. and then I do my work. And get back to when it I get can. off. If people like really like know me after five o'clock, that's all. Any activity on my page mm-hmm. on the weekends, very rarely do I post on Saturday and Sundays. Mm-hmm. Rarely do I post on Friday evenings. You more of a, you more of an eight a.m. to one p.m. Yeah. Middle of the week, <laughs> middle of the week. And I know I was like, some people get on, some people get you know kind of upset at me because one of the things that I do, I always try to make sure I give people a, a, a birthday shout out. Mm-hmm. I post happy birthday on their wall. <clears throat> I'm bad about giving these birthday shout outs on if your happy birthday happens to fall on a Saturday or something. Oh, you can't leave them out here. Yeah, I feel bad about it. I'm sorry, you all. You know who you are. You know who you are. You know who you are. Oh, my. I just don't get on social media. I, I really just don't get involved in it on Saturdays and Saturdays mm-hmm. and Sundays that often. Now, football season may come. You'll see me put up a Steeler post. You know, that's my team. Mm-hmm. And Oh, um, uh, yeah. You know, and yeah. you got those Dallas Cowboys. Don't hate. Don't hate. What do you, you think know? is going to happen with the uh, NFL now that you mentioned You know, it. they tabled the – um, honest story. Yeah, they tabled it. They said that um, at first they were going to fine – Anyone that took a knee during the anthem. It's like they're calling a truce right yeah, now or but something. But they, they took a step back. Gonna, Everybody took table a step that back. Now, right. Okay. Which they should. Because, and I don't have a, you know, we live in a country where we have free speech. IC says, well, watch what you say. But we have a dictator who is in office right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. He pretty much hijacked the true message of why the players were protesting. The protest was against police brutality Mm -hmm. and the killing of unarmed black men. It's really not about patriotism because this man doesn't even know the national anthem. He doesn't know the Articles of Confederation. He doesn't know the Constitution. Mm -hmm. So he's far from a patriot. So now he's playing with Putin over here in Russia. I just feel like Putin has something on him. I am not one to believe conspiracy theories. But I really do believe there's some R. Kelly like behavior that went I down. I know, right? <laughs> That's what everybody's saying. Like he got a, they got a video of uh, Trump pissing Trump on pissing somebody, on or getting else. pissed on, getting pissed on. Yeah, yeah. I really do believe that because that man is, if you see his interaction and how he engages other world leaders, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you remember when NATO first met, mm-hmm. they were walking out, and there was a guy. I forgot what ambassador or something was kind of stepped in front of him. Trump grabbed the guy's arm and knocked him out the way. Oh, my God. And said, step to the side. I'm here. That's It's so disrespectful. But when it comes to Putin, when he approaches him, he bows his head. That, he comes that down to Putin back. level. He comes down to his back. level. And I'm like, why would you want to go into a room, no recordings, no video cameras, no advisors. What are you discussing? What are they talking about? What are you talking about? What do you think they really talking about? You like show it, this video of me getting pissed on? Oh my god! But that can't be the conversation all the time. Like, are they trying to? You know, the the people that support Trump are trying to spin it. They're trying to spin it for Trump, saying, you know, all these years, uh, no U.S. president has ever welcomed. Um, a rush, um, a Russian president right. or whatever. They're an adversary. So now they're saying, 
this is a good thing. Um, we're joining forces. You know, that's how they trying to spin the shit. Yeah, but Ronald Reagan would turn over in his grave. I know, right? Ronald Reagan would turn over These in his Republicans grave. These right Republicans are pissed off right now. Yeah. But guess that, what? It don't seem like nothing gonna happen. Still yet and still. People have lost their mind. We look, it's a it's a just a a reality. We have a nation, we have a populace of idiots. You have people in this country who find some consolation that you also have a man in charge who is uneducated like I am. Mm-hmm. And I always call it ignorance needs company. Now, misery needs company. Mm-hmm. Ignorance needs company. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel good because I feel as though I'm on your level. Dummy and dummy. Dummy and dummy. <laughs> Blind lead the blind. And no matter what this man does, he gets a pass. It don't matter what No matter he what he does, he gets a pass. He has the highest approval rating among Republicans in probably the last three three Republican presidents. Do you go in on Trump on Facebook? Yes, I do. He deserves it. Okay. He I'm deserves it. The man is a liar. In on Trump. Me personally, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm an independent, registered independent. Oh, in real life. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if, why if do the, you choose the, independent? Because I can't put, I, I, I just don't think it's right to vote for someone just because they're Democrat. I criticize, let's say, people in Mississippi. That's a red state, Alabama red state. You heard about Roy Moore? Mm-hmm. Okay, Roy Moore lost. But Roy Moore lost, Roy Moore lost by less than 2% in the state of, in the state of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact the man is a pedophile. <laughs> he was banned that. from a mall from hitting on little girls. Mm-hmm. And you, this man still had almost 48% of the vote That's sad. in Alabama. I remember that. That was crazy. Now why would you vote for him? Because he's a Republican. Just because of that. Like, who? they probably was like, well, who else are we going to vote for? Right. It mm-hmm. sickens me. So I can't criticize them <clears throat> if I'm in the same boat. Every president has a doctrine. Trump's doctrine is do everything the opposite of what Obama did. That's crazy, but it's so obvious, and I hope that the you know the impeachment proceedings will happen in 2019. Yeah, not going to happen. Damn. Only thing that we can shoot for, and I mm-hmm. think it's 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 the most effective way is to vote in 2020. Definitely. Make sure this man does not. Because he said he announced he's term. running again. Oh yeah. And I'm like, this fool is serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah he has to because it doesn't look good. <laughs> to say, hey, I don't want to do one term mm-hmm. because a lot of people are not going to have the confidence in you. And what's you crazy can't put is that out there that I only want to time is just going and going, yeah. and this fool is still in office. And 2020 will be here before you know it mm-hmm. with no impeachment. People just do not know how important this general election is going to be about this president. I'm hoping Biden runs. I just pray to mm-hmm. God Biden runs. Biden mm-hmm. is going to announce it in January of he 2019 might. if I he's think- going to run or not. I hope he. I does. hope he runs. He was because we don't have day. anyone. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Hillary Clinton does not need to run again. I'm sorry. She'll lose again. And that's because she's damaged. Yeah. Because the Russians are responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing Trump did that I do agree with: firing Comey. Why? Because Comey made that announcement weeks before the election. But that was in Trump's favor. Yes, it was. So, he should have never done that. Right. And when you get to the nitty-gritty of why he did that, what is the answer? He did it because he admitted that, that Hillary, he knew Hillary was going to win. So he didn't want to show bias because if they would have found out he held that information after the general election, he, really was gonna get it. he would have been in trouble. So mm-hmm. that's why he said, let me put it out there because Hillary was going to win anyway. Or so he thought. And then that's after we, we heard about the convolution of the Russians with right. the election. Right. I mean. People don't, people really don't grasp how the Russians affected the general election. And this shit is real. This is like. Social media has taken over as far as the technology. source of information. Oh, my God. And there's God. so much misinformation <clears throat> out there. Mm-hmm. You hear about Benghazi. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton sat under oath in Congress for 14 hours in deliberations. And they found nothing. Right. 
but they still bring up Benghazi. But what about Benghazi? What about Benghazi? I'm so sick. What of about it. those emails? Yeah, they keep bringing that up. That's yeah. old news. Oh, but man. you have people, Trump supporters mainly, who don't care as long as Hillary does not get into office. Had a lady call up on a, a, a political show one time and say, "Hey." I'm an American. I'm a proud American, but I am happy that the Russians got involved in the election to prevent Hillary Clinton from becoming president. And why? Yeah, a woman call in and actually say that on national. Do you think people hate Hillary because she's a woman, a woman of power? Some that's part of it. Because I noticed a lot of women didn't vote for Hillary. That's part. A lot of women. Like what is going on now? Talking about. All of this and Trump is just boiling my blood. Mm-hmm. I want to have some fun with you, Elmac. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, this is what we're going to do. And this is stemming from your Facebook mm-hmm. um, facilitation that you do every day. Uh-huh. And you often talk about man laws. First, I want you to define man law. Well, man law is, um, how can I explain this? There's different aspects that define manhood. Okay, and these days, as young young boys, young males, manhood was taught by fathers. Mm-hmm. Some taught you how to dress. Some mm-hmm. taught you how to treat a woman. Um, taught you um, chivalry. Mm-hmm. Taught you, you know, well manners. You know, if you see a young lady coming, open the door for her. men. Have men keep their composure. Mm-hmm. You know, those are some of the things that I learned from my father. Okay. Unfortunately, <laughs> we live in times now where we live in single parent homes and a lot of boys are being raised by by mothers. Now, one thing that I always say that one thing a woman can do, whether it be a male child or a female child, but mainly a male child, a woman can raise a successful adult. True. A successful man, adult, young man. I don't think a woman can teach a young boy manhood. I'll give an example. Look at LeBron James. To this day, LeBron James has no idea who his father is. How do you think LeBron James turned out to be such such a, I mean, such an iconic figure? His coaches, male mentors. Thank you. You I have, saw the the documentary. It yes, was so good. Yes, you you boys will seek a male figure, and he said sports was his out. Mm-hmm. He's. It, it, I mean, I think it was time when he was homeless and. Mm-hmm. So sports, someone brought him into sports, and that was his out. Mm-hmm. So he had coaches. He probably had, I don't know if he had uncles or whatever. But a boy will seek out a male figure. Mm-hmm. I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. And thank God LeBron found the right male figures. because He found the right ones. He found baby. the right one because where I come from, as an example, sometimes you don't find the right ones. Mm-hmm. A lot of boys who don't grow up with fathers, their male figures are gang members. Their male figures are the dope boys. And it's the just guys the with the fancy cars and, and the guys with the face tattoos and uh, the guys with the pants sagging down to their knees. Mm-hmm. That's their male figures. So they imp they 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 mirror that. Right. They copy that type of behavior. Um, there is nothing that I find more enjoyable. Um I had to tell me why to get used to it. Oh my God. My oldest daughter's dating. Of course. She has a boyfriend now. Oh, you had to get used to that. And one thing <laughs> that kind of kept me off his ass it was what was the fact that he had his pants on his ass. Oh, okay. Respectfully. Respectfully. Okay. He wears his pants up. <laughs> okay. He has good manners. Oh, that's a plus. He's respectful, and that was a plus. I said, yeah. it really helped. Now, you, now if I found <laughs> out you coached him, <laughs> you and I going to have words. No, but you know what? But, I feel you because my daddy, he used to compete that stuff out, baby. He, that's right. A daddy know, and a daddy going to tell you the truth. A daddy, daddy going to tell, tell his truth. girl the truth. Right. My daddy used to tell me all the time, you need, you want to know anything about a nigga, you ask me because I'm a nigga and I'm going to tell you the truth. That's right. So I'm like, okay. That's right. <laughs> Shoot. And then, you know, with, with the sons, you know, you, you know. My son. Everyone always thinks that the girls go through the, you know, the the love, you know, the the pains of love. Boys do too. They Boys do. get their hearts crushed. They do, but they, they so do quiet so, with it. Yeah, like, quiet talk it. to me. They, they, they keep it to themselves. I want to know. And see, that's where mom comes in. Right. And moms take it personal too. They don't like the sons. No, we don't. I want to know. Oh my god. I want to. 
They don't like that, boy. I don't. See, my son just turned 13, so, you know, he at that age. Oh, he coming around. Age, oh, yeah. And it's like he's changing and, like. Voice I'm like, uh, you ask him a question. He's short with me now. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, I know. I went through that with my oldest. He's he's conscious about how he looks now. Oh, definitely he got a that. Bass in his voice. Mm-hmm. So he's his, his reputation. A little is arrogance. To yeah. Going. I gotta be cool. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I gotta I be cool. Among my my, my peers, how do my peers <sighs> think of me? Boo! I be like. Forget them, yeah. but but you know I understand. Right. I, and then I think about it. I went through the same thing. You yeah. know, this is something you got to learn, and yeah. you know. But okay, okay, okay. We can go on and on all day about these kids. Okay, man loss. Back to man loss. Okay, yeah. so but. podcast audience, you heard what he said was the definition of man loss. We're gonna play a little game, and I want you to tell me if the person that I mention is violating any man laws. Okay. And if so, you're gonna tell me what violations that they are incurring. Okay, this is going to be interesting. We're going to start with Odell Beckham. Now, okay. you know, recently there was some little hot tub situation going on. I get, I'm pretty sure you're going to say that's a violation. Yeah, that's a violation. Look, look, we're, we're professional athletes. You but know, he NFL. NFL athlete. And <laughs> I know you got to, you know, there's a cool down period where you practice and you're, you're sore. So what you do is you, you take a, some of them take an ice bath, some of them get in a hot tub. <laughs> you know, first of all. First law is if you're in a hot tub, there needs to be a distance between you two. Okay. Now, back to the man law violation, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. Odell was in a, a hot tub, I guess, with a teammate. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was a teammate. Well, we the think. teammate was above water. Mm-hmm. He's standing, you know, water, waist high. <laughs> they have this video camera facing him. And all of a sudden, here comes Odell Beckham coming out the water. In slow motion. And I'm like, first of all, no man should be under the belt line of another man. That's a that's that's a man law felony. That's a felony. That is a felony. Oh my God. It has a okay. close to felony. Okay. That is bad as two men <laughs> taking a selfie and their cheeks are touching. Oh wow. You've seen that on Facebook. Man kind of, law felony. Oh my God. Okay. Man law felony. Okay, so man law felony for Odell Beckham. Let's get to Young Thug, the mumble rapper that you don't really care for. You don't like that mumble rap, do you, I hate mumble rap. I know you hate the Young Thug, but I know you like that Drake, though. Drake Drake is tight. A lot of guys want to admit that, but Drake is tight. Okay. He's pretty tight. Whether he writes his own lyrics, I don't know. And, you know, he didn't come back at, um, what's your call? I don't know why. Push a T. Because he couldn't. Pusha T buried him, but okay, Young okay. Thug. How about his uh, attire? Young Thug likes to keep violation. the skirts. Okay, it's violation. violation. Not a yeah. felony, but a violation. 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 Okay. okay. Off top, off the rip. Okay. Two boy Georges. Two boys. Okay. Now, I'm going to give you one more person. This is the last one, and I'm, I want to see what your answer going to be. I'm throwing a curveball at you. Uh-huh. You let me know if this person has ever violated man law. Mm-hmm. And you probably love this person. <laughs> Prince. Mm. You know what? Oh, yeah, I knew it was going to be kind of a gray area for you. You got to separate the okay. artist from the man. Okay, how, how can, let, okay let me <laughs> let me set this up. You ever heard of immunity? Oh, we're not doing immunity. I look. look we we look, can't do immunity. Look, you said Prince. I said Prince. Prince wore eyeliner. Is that a man law violation? Hell yes. Okay, okay, okay. Well, we getting somewhere. Prince wore makeup. Man law violation. Prince, yes. Okay. Okay. Guys on television wore makeup. I heard they got a makeup artist in it. Okay. But he wore Mac, Mac-ish, Mac-like he makeup. He wore Fenty Beauty. Right. No, just, okay. Right. Go. I think he had a beauty mark, too. I don't know if the mold was real oh, or not. Oh, man law. And he wore heels. And he wore, that's a violation. Yeah, it's a violation. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I'm asking. You no, know, back in the 70s, brothers used to wear stacks, though. Okay. Did you have some stacks? No, nah, I, I didn't have stacks. Okay, okay. I didn't have stacks. My older brother did, though. That okay. was back in the day. That's back in the Jackson Five days with the long collar, the polyester right. shirts, heel like that on Enjoy the shoe. Enjoy yourself. On Enjoy the stack. Yourself. There you go. Your... Okay, go back. Okay, okay. <laughs> but Prince gets immunity. Because why? Because he had the finest women on his arm in the game. And artists are different. 
Mm-hmm. Artists get a pass. You know, that's just like Michael. Michael yeah. was weird. Mike had a few man law Michael violations, was weird. I think. I don't think Michael had a few too. You know, with the baby, baby hair. Mike had a few. You know, you remember the and baby hair. Mike was so handsome before the surgery. He ruined himself. I was like, why is is? I think he wanted to be white. Yeah, it's about as bad as Lil Kim. Oh Lord, that's yeah. a, a a girl violation. Oh, what am I calling a girl law violation? <laughs> now she look a hot mess. Yeah. I let me give let me. Okay, Prince, Prince gets immunity. I'm sorry. I'm going to let you have immunity Think about, think about this. Think, okay, I, I, I'm going to explain why he gets immunity. Okay. A regular guy. Now, I don't know what, what's your type. Okay. Okay, but. Prince is not. Prince is not your type? No. Okay, I'm, okay, I'm not going to use you as an example. Okay. Okay. But any other guy would have done the same thing Prince would have. They would have got just, they would have got owned. In man law jail. Because it's in man law, oh, he would have had like a life sentence. <laughs> but because it's Prince, mm-hmm. women loved it. My mom did. My mom, My mom did. Loved him, mm-hmm. despite the fact that he got a little and I man, love his five music. foot two, in heels, on the stage with a G string on and a raincoat. That's yeah. it. Dude. But, but that music is undeniable. And, you know, that's really something to, I'm, I don't want to get off subject, but that's amazing. Somebody can be so talented, you mm-hmm. can kind of. Mm-hmm. Forget everything. Forget else. everything else yeah. and, and give him a pass. Okay. R-, R. Kelly, but you know that's another Ooh, story. Oh, R. Kelly, I love R. Kelly. You know, R. Kelly, no, he wrong. He wrong, yeah, but he I'm wrong. still gonna he play TP too. <laughs> and oh my, Hello. Shock okay. Factor. But anyway, see what I'm saying? You probably got it in the ride yeah, right now. Yeah, I got it at home. That's that's a. Classic but you don't album. want him around, no young no, ladies. You know, my kid. no, no, no. Okay, so I understand your immunity thing with artists that have like outstanding. Uh, archives, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you have that that man mm-hmm. law immunity. Okay. Okay, but I, I, let me give you a perfect example of a man law violation. What? Kobe Bryant. What about Kobe Bryant? Okay. Kobe, if you hear this, <laughs> I'm not. This is this is happening. This is real. Okay, I, I know it's. Not, I know it wasn't a good time for you, but oh this what happened. Kobe got busted. Okay, he was cheating on his wife. The chick he had sex with, come to find out the girl had two different samples of feet of uh, semen. Mm-hmm. She didn't even clean herself. But anyway, that's just, this, just nasty. That's what he was messing just with. Just nasty. Mm-hmm. Well, after he got busted, he said, I should have did like Shaq and so-and-so, so-and-so, and paid hush money. So in other words, you just aired somebody else's dirty laundry. Oh, I remember when he did that. If you mess up as a man, fall on your own sword. Mm-hmm. Don't put another man's business out there like that. I know you see that a lot. That's a huge, oh, that's, that's, Ooh, that's bad. You've been saying that on Facebook. Killer talking is an epidemic. Yes, with it's, some it's men. bad. Look, look, so, look, you had to change your home. Yes. You had to. It's a damn shame. Why men do that? I think the blood is still flowing somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And they just saying whatever the yeah that mouth mm-hmm. is still moving that blood is all the, the the blood is flowing somewhere else it's kind of hard to think straight Damn. and be stimulated interesting at the same time <laughs> I think that's what, I think that's what it is wow okay so you have really schooled me on this man law ism and. I really enjoyed you, Elle. You are um, just a very versatile person. Um, I've really enjoyed our politics talk today. Yes. And let all of my listeners know about some projects you may currently have are coming up. Because I know you were doing Urban Hang Suite. Is that Mm, still going on? That is not going on anymore. Shout out to John Corns. That's your boy there. Yes, yes. Uh, (laughs) L.O.C. Uh, Willie Jackson, John Corns, um, Frank Patterson, uh, Willie Burley, mm-hmm. Tim Anderson. Out of brother. B7. Mm-hmm. That was that was our baby. We we had a strong eight years mm-hmm. in the game, providing the best experience for the urban socialite. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know we've we think about passing on to a few younger brothers. Um, or, and or, probably have a reunion. Mm-hmm. 
That'll coming be good. soon. But as far as now, some of the projects I've been doing is uh, I've been uh, I was the president of the Northwest Mississippi Association of Alpha Men Five Hundred One C Three Organization. Uh, primary purpose is to uh, provide scholarships to students who want to pursue their education at a college and university. Mm-hmm. That's um, good. Did that for two years, and then also I was uh, past president of Sigma Iota Lambda chapter uh, of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated in DeSoto County. Mm-hmm. So I've been very busy with th- with those two organizations. Uh, we continue to do things in the community, provide scholarships, mentor young men, um, and I don't, I don't know if you know, you know, the ladies, the beautiful ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha Hi. Sorority charted a chapter yes. recently yes. in South Haven. I know all about that. I may be joining. Who knows? Oh, I may be I'm joining. Sure they love to have you. Because I live in DeSoto County, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. 35 charter members, so they're starting off strong. Mm-hmm. Not a surprise at all. No. So I think everyone is represented down there now except for on uh, the IOTAs. I think every organization is, is in the is in DeSoto County now except for the IOTAs. Mm, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I don't think I know an IOTA. I don't either. I don't think I do at all. You know, when I host step shows, I, every time I, I do a, a Greek roll call, I always got to show love. Yeah, yeah. They're the last ones, but there's not hardly ever anyone there that is an IOTA. Maybe yeah. one person. Yeah, I know. The, I know. I was surprised to see them at uh, Memphis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hosted, I co-hosted a uh, a Panhellenic show during Homecoming. Mm-hmm. This was probably back in 2000, maybe 13, 12. And they gave me a little script to read off. Give a shout out to all the D9 organizations. And I said, hey, shout out to AKs, Deltas, uh, Zetas, Sigma Gamma Rho, Alphas, Kappas, Qs, Sigmas. I said, Iotas? Iota. And it came <laughs> off my tongue wrong, and everybody just bust out laughing. I said, hey, hey, wait, 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 no disrespect. No disrespect. I'm just surprised, and I'm glad to see that mm-hmm. I that Iotas are on exist. campus now. Yep. Yeah. You know, I know your founders are still alive. They are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of my founders right, are still alive. Right. But, yeah, that's – but but um, I've, I've been very involved in that, and uh, as far as from the social things, mm-hmm. kind of help out a few candidates – out there, Yolanda Kite is running for Judge District 9. Um, you know, a few other people are running for office. I, I, I'm careful about you know, like general politics. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, people, you know, voting is important. Please go out and vote. A voteless people is a hopeless people. Mm-hmm. Um, when does voting end in here in Memphis? Um, August... Oh, is it August? It's early voting now. Right? Yeah, early voting is going okay. on. I think it's August second, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, but it starts on a local level, mm-hmm. and it channels up on the national level. So pe- people go out there and vote. Your mm-hmm. vote is so important these days. I think the lack of participation in 2016 is probably the reason why Trump is in office. Definitely. Um, I think that is a primary reason. Um, please go out and vote. Y'all, please do. Please. It's extremely important. Yes. Um, but back to other endeavors, I think um, every year around Christmas, the Christmas holidays, my boy Marvin Todd, Devin Steele, mm-hmm. and Natasha uh, Osworth, we get together and we have a uh, naughty and nice holiday party. Okay. That takes place uh, every year in December. Um. Place to be announced will, will come soon, probably in um, uh, November. Um, but uh, other than that, um, you know, my my social throwing events is definitely not as active as it used to be. Okay. Because, you know, you got a daughter going to college. She's a future bulldog of Mississippi State. She's going awesome. to Mississippi State. My young one is involved in uh, Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. She's a couple of belts from obtaining her First degree black belt. Look at her. And okay. she's involved in uh, Young Actors Guild. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, how was the, the how that? was the Orpheum? Yeah. Yeah. She performed yesterday, Fame. Oh. Fame Junior was the name of the play. I know you enjoyed that. Yeah, I do. I always get a pleasure of uh so she's extremely busy. No, if she's not doing that or taekwondo, she's playing Fortnite. Oh my God. That's my son. That's my thirteen year old. Now now the four year old wanna play Fortnite. Oh my God. Be careful because it, it can be it can really like they don't oh, want to do anything else. I already know. 
show. It's crazy. I mean, they, they try to get me on it, but I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't. It's if I play, I'm playing um, modern war, warfare. That's my game. Look, my modern son warfare. is like, Mom, you have to critical think. I'm like, <laughs> that's how he trying to sell it to me. I'm yeah, like, yeah, he's trying guy. to sell it. Yeah, he might be a oh salesperson. Sounds like a salesperson. I, oh, definitely, he may be that. Yeah. Now, L, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you on social media. Definitely give them your Facebook. Well, I'm <laughs> actually at Max right now. I was wondering if you were at yeah. Max. Yeah, hey, I'm at Max right now, but I'm on. Uh, I am on IG uh, mm-hmm. at L Mac. That's E at E L M A C zero six. That's my IG page. You know, IG you can have how many followers out the wazoo? Millions. Right, I don't have that many on them because I don't use it that much. I'm not too. I don't. I don't Twitter that much either. I tweet and IG more than I Facebook. Do you? Mm-hmm. Um, Snapchat. I don't do that. I do Snapchat. I don't know my daughters have it, and mm-hmm. I said if I did it, it probably keep up with them. Yeah, and you would That's definitely need to do that. Right. I mean, for that reason alone, um, I'm doing a social media responsibility. A workshop at a conference tomorrow with oh, some middle nice. schoolers. So that's one of the things that I will be preaching to them about. You that's know, that's going to be a challenge. No, you know what? Responsibility, I, like in uh, a nutshell. What do, what do you mean when you say responsible? Being responsible. Um, I mean, certain information that you don't want to put out there oh, okay, on your okay. on your accounts. Um, how you comment on captions. Um, people are watching. Just making them aware of you know what can happen if you put the wrong thing online, you know, yeah. things of that nature. Especially if you're looking sick in employment when they get Definitely older. Definitely that. Yeah, that yeah, they'll dig that. that back up. That's right. And that's crazy. Absolutely. That's like the, the, didn't you say social media is a gift and a curse? It's a gift and a curse. Wow. It is a gift and a curse. It is, uh, it's an excellent conduit. It is. To it express is. yourself. And um, but at the same time, oh my goodness. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. L. Mac, thank you so much for being my guest for episode 28 of Verbally Effective. It has truly been a pleasure. Thank you.